Hello, 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 and welcome back to week six. Pigskin lover, Melly Mel, Earl the Pearl. Hello, everybody. What's up, Earl? How you doing, big boy? Good. You know, opening week of hockey, so I got to get back in the football mode. Oh, my God. That's right. Opening week of hockey. I actually have the Canadians tonight. I think it's 0-0 right now. Uh, Are they any good this year, the Canadians? They've got some good young players. They probably won't make the playoffs. Right. But, uh, you know, it's hockey. Anything can happen. I mean, the Kings were allotted to be uh, one of the top teams. They're 0-2 and lost to the Kraken last night. Oh, my God. And as we're here... About to record, we're watching our L.A. Dodgers here that are 1-1. What a game last night, and hopefully Gonsolin can pitch a good game tonight, and the Dodgers can go up 2-1. Let's go to football, though. Let's recap last week. Earl the Pearl, 0-3. Detroit, plus 3. Loser, Baltimore, minus 3. Loser, KC, minus 7. Loser. Melly Mel, 2-1. Pittsburgh, plus 14. Loser, Houston, (laughs) plus 7. Winner, Arizona, plus 5. Winner. The money line parlay. Houston was a very, very nice pick. Yes, Houston. In that game, Arizona got close on the missed field goal. You play them straight, and then you do the parlay for half of what the straight play was, and you win money there. So Mel had a pretty, pretty good week. And guys, I got to say, it was my first losing week. And not only was it my first losing week, I went donut on the podcast. I went 0 3, Miami, Rams, and Baltimore. I will say, though, to be honest, I did. And again, it doesn't matter for the podcast, it's still 0 3. I changed my Miami pick the morning of the game and got off that game. Doesn't matter. My teaser lost as well. Tampa Bay minus two and a half was a winner, luckily. But Green Bay in London, boy, did they lay an egg. Aaron Rodgers. Wembley Stadium, I told you that field does something funny to people over there. It really, really does. That was a tough week last week. I'm still licking my wounds from it. But in the NFL, every week is a new week. So... We're going to dive in this week. Uh, Just one quick thing. Thursday night, you know, the Washington. um, Oh, my God. I'm Commanders. Commanders. I always forget. The Washington Commanders came through. They beat the the, uh, Chicago Bears in what was probably one of the worst football games I've ever watched. Terrible. Lowest Nielsen rating game of the week, especially since it's on only prime video to watch. I will say, though, I was right with my fourth play of the week, the Steelers getting blown out. You did. Ah, I you did. did. You yeah. did say that. Has a Steeler fan, too. Yeah. You did You did say that. And God, do the Steelers have some issues. Woo. Well, it's not, uh, it wasn't Trubisky's fault. It wasn't Pickett's fault. <laughs> you know, it's. Just uh, get overrun. Yeah, exactly. Well, we're going to dive in this week. We're going to go to these games and we're going to chat and figure out where we stand on them. So without further ado, Let's dive in. First game of the week, we're going to go. The San Francisco 49ers are on the road against the Atlanta Falcons. The San Francisco 49ers coming off last week's 37-15 win over Carolina. The Atlanta Falcons coming off a loss, 21-15. They got close to knocking Brady off. Couldn't do it. They are in Atlanta. San Francisco opened six, and they're down to four and a half now. I'm playing with a five number in this game. This is the Niners' third, so they played on a Monday night. Then they had a short week. They went on the road to Carolina. Now they're going on the road to Atlanta. Atlanta undefeated so far this year against the spread. I'm going to start with Earl the Pearl, 49ers-Falcons. 
This is one of my plays of the week. Oh, here we go. Uh, I like the Falcons. Um, so, you know, it's at home. They're keep going, keep going. Sorry. Good team. Um, you know, at home they've lost some games, but uh, not they've never been blown out this season. Yep. So I think that uh, I like them with the six and a half too. That's a no brainer for me. Wow, Earl is on the Falcons. Mel, what do you? They think? said it's come down though, right? Well, it's come down. It's it's. I think it's five right now. They're talking okay. five right okay. now. I think uh, San Francisco San Francisco continues their their carnage of the South, like General Sherman during the Civil War, and they go right through Atlanta like he did. And I think I got the general right. I'm not sure. I'm chatting, brushed up my history yeah. lately, but I like I like the fact that the spread has gone down. I think that San Francisco has proven that they're a pretty doggone solid team after a couple couple strong wins in a row. So I, it's not a play for me, but I'd say San Francisco, especially since think- that line moved down. I think it will be a low-scoring game. Yes. Yeah. You know, Garoppolo's not exactly lighting it up. No. It's not like the uh, Falcons have a uh, juggernaut of an offense, but I do like them at home. Okay. All right, so I am going to go with the Atlanta Falcons. I love this game. I think, you know, first off, Atlanta is every week they're in these football games. San Francisco's tired. They got injuries. Bosa's going to play. This week, but I know San Francisco has a bunch of injuries, and I'm going to make this one of my picks as well, Earl. So we're both on Atlanta plus five this week. San Francisco, this is going to be a flat spot. I think that Atlanta either wins the game or loses by a field goal. Um, So this is interesting. 59% of the bets are on San Francisco, but 70% of the money is on Atlanta. So a lot of the smart money taking the Falcons. Two of the two of the three of us are making the Atlanta Falcons a play. One is a lean on what were you a lean on, Mel? Uh, San Francisco. Okay, lean on San Francisco. Yes. On to Cleveland, where the Cleveland Browns two and three. God, the Browns gave that game away last week against um, the Chargers. Chargers. Boy, did they! I mean, I I I thought they were going to win that football game. They gave it away. The Patriots just keep winning 29 nothing off a blowout win. The Patriots head to Cleveland, line open three. It's down to Browns, minus two and a half. Zappy starting at quarterback for the New England Patriots. Mel, what are you thinking? Zappy from Tennessee Baptist and the Browns. Uh, I just don't see much going on with them either. And this is... Uh... Again, one of the lowest Nielsen rating games of the week. It's probably going to get lower ratings than that game last night. No interest. No interest. Okay, no interest. Earl? Uh, you know, breaking news today, another Deshaun Watson accuser, even though, uh, you know, he just got uh, the uh, pass to um, practice this week. What the fuck? So, uh, well, I'm trying to think. So that's hanging over their head. It's another right. distraction. Right. Um, you know, this is a horrible game, uh, depending on who plays the, at quarterback for the Patriots. It's going to uh, be zappy, they said. So uh, I'll go with the Browns. Earl is going with so the... Just, can Deshaun Watson play next week? Is that the deal? I, no, no, no. He's, he's on an 11-game suspension. Oh, but 11 now, games. Yeah. Now he can practice. Okay. But yeah. uh, a new accuser, um, you know, so it, it's, it's just that's another cloud hanging over that. Team's, team's head, head right now. Yes. Distraction. So this is honestly, like these guys have said, this is the toughest game of the week. 
A lot of the professionals are on New England getting three. That's why it went to two and a half. The Browns should have won last week. Poor coaching late um, in that game. This is a tough, tough, tough game. 58% of the money is on New England. Um, 42% of the money is on Cleveland. So more public money on New England. Uh, If I had to lean in this game, I'm going to lean Cleveland uh, to win the football game. But it's a really, really tough game. And, uh, you know, I wouldn't go near it. All right. On to Green Bay. The Green Bay Packers coming off a London shellacking against the New York Giants are playing the New York Jets 3-2, 40-17 last week. Um, the Packers are minus 7. It's now up to 7.5. I'm going to start here with this game. Guys, the Jets are not that good. The Jets have gotten lucky. I don't believe in, in, in Zach Wilson. I don't believe in this franchise. I think that the Packers are going to be ready to roll here, and they are going to easily cover this game against the New York Jets. It's a lean for me right now, but it is going to be one piece of my teaser this week. So I'm going to take Green Bay down to minus a half. I think they cover this spread. Mel? You just talked me into it. This game was, I was on the fence about this one, but I'm going Jets. Take it. It's a pick for me. Take the Jets. I think the Jets have something to prove. I like what they're doing. I like what they were doing with Flacco. And, uh, and, and now that they got Zach Wilson, and uh, I believe in the Jets, and I think J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 it's a play for me. Let me ask you before the pearl comes in here. Uh, could anyone have worse body language than Aaron Rodgers? I mean, watching him play and watching his demeanor and – it's just, oh my God. I mean, again, I think they'll have a big game this week, but inspiring younger receivers. Come on, Earl, what do you think? Well, in terms of Rogers body language, uh, you know, it hasn't been the same since they drafted uh, love to basically be his replacement. Uh, And by all accounts, he hasn't really helped the kid much. Not that it's his job to do that, but it kind of is, you know, and his receiving core, you know, he really misses Devante. Uh, one thing I will say about the Jets before I make my pick, they very much remind me of a hockey coach, John Tortorella. He's hated everywhere he goes, but the team rallies around him. And that's what you see with the Jets and their coach. You know, he's hard. You know, their practices are very hard, uh, but it shows. They they kind of believe in him right now. Uh, those kind of coaches only last two to three seasons because the message worse then. Uh, I like the Packers in this one, uh, pulling away toward the end. But I do think the Jets will give them a nice run in the first half. So that's a lean for you. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, Just so you guys know, 58% of the money is on the Jets. So the Jets are a public dog against Green Bay, 42% on the Packers. All right. Big interdivision game. Indianapolis Colts coming off one of the worst wins I've ever seen on Thursday night football against Denver. They are playing the Jacksonville Jaguars who knocked out a ton of survivor picks last weekend on in Houston that uh, Mel was correct on. The last time these two teams played week one, the Jaguars won this game 24 to zero. They're now in Indianapolis. The Colts are two point favorites over the Jags. Earl the Pearl. Uh, this might be one of the worst games in the history of the league. Uh, 
take the under. I'll say that. Uh, I like the uh, Jaguars. You know, they're a little embarrassed by last week. Lawrence, I think, will have a bounce back game. I just think, uh, you know, Matt Ryan, it's just not working right now for the Colts. But uh, even though it's at home, I like Jacksonville. It's a lean. Did you say you like the under as a little bonus? A hundred percent. 42 points. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's, it, this yeah. goes over 42 points. Uh, <laughs> You're going to. I'm going to kiss you on the mouth. Oh, no. Well, then let's make sure that doesn't happen. <laughs> Mel, what do you think? I I have no interest. That's it. Have <laughs> nothing said. on this game. Nothing. Nothing. All right. I'm going to I'm going to go. I'm going to go Jacksonville in this game. It's not going to be a pick. It's going to be a lean. I like Jacksonville getting two points. I think they're the better football team. I think the the wrong football team is favored here. I think Jax is coming off an embarrassing loss. I think Indy's coming off a win. And I think Jacksonville is going to win this football game. But it is a lean. 56% of the action uh, of the money is on Jacksonville. 44 is on Indy. Um, I do like Jacksonville uh, in a tease as well. I think it's a good teaser. It's not going to be the second part of my main teaser, but it is a good tease spot for the Jacksonville Jaguars. On to Miami. The Miami Dolphins at home against the Minnesota Vikings. The Dolphins coming off a 40-17 to shellacking by the New York Jets. Minnesota coming off a 29-22 win at home against Chicago. Third-string quarterback is starting for the Dolphins this week. Um, Tua is not going to play. So we have the third string in for Miami against the Dolphins. Is who? who is it? It is, I believe his last name is Thompson, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, Skylar Thompson. Skylar Thompson. Thompson. Yep, Skylar Thompson. He was 19 of 33 last week for 166 yards. Um, I'm going to start on this game. This is a lean for me. I'm going to lean with the home dog getting three points. I think the Miami, I think the Minnesota Vikings are one of the most overrated 4 and one teams that I've seen this year. I think they've been lucky to win a few of these games. I think that Miami's going to be motivated, and I think that they're going to cover this, and I would lean Miami. Mel? I'm going to say that it's uh, it's the fall of Kirk Cousins. It's uh, meaning, the, meaning the season, not the fall, like the downfall. But I'm going to go with the Vikings. It's not a play for me, but these Minnesota Vikings, I'm going to stick with Captain Kirk for now and say Minnesota. Mel? I mean, uh, Earl? This is a tough one because, you know, there's rumors that Bridgewater could play. Uh, it'll be a game-time decision on various sites. But picking this right now, uh, it's a play for me with the Vikings. I, you know, third-string quarterback, you know, it's just uh, in Minnesota, I do think there's good. They haven't even played that well, to be honest, and they're still 4-1. and one. So, uh, I so like, that's a pick for you. That on, is a pick, the Vikings. On mini minus the three. 51% is on mini, 49% is on Miami. Earl loves that. Um, okay, let's go on to the next game in the Bayou. In the Bayou, the New Orleans Saints are playing the Cincinnati Bengals. Saints last week, 39-32 over Geno Smith and the Seattle Seahawks. The Cincinnati Bengals uh, lost 19-17 on Sunday night football to the Baltimore Ravens. This is a really going to be an interesting game. I'm looking forward to this. Let's start off with Earl the Pearl. It's a must-win game for the Bengals. I mean, 
thankfully they're in a division where the Steelers are one and four and, and, you know, no one has a great record, uh, you know, with Winston hobbling around. Uh, it's not a play for me, but I like the Bengals. Mel? Um, well, is Winston, did he play last week? He didn't. Taysom Hill did, right? He did not. Taysom Hill and Andy Dalton. And, and Andy Hill had a great game. Three touchdowns. He had a really yeah. good game. That was a, he was going up against Geno and the boys, and that's not much. Just can't, can't, can't bank too much on what happened there. But uh, I, I agree, Earl, it must win game for the Bengals. But it's the Saints at home. And if I, it's not a play for me, but I like the home underdog in this game because uh, – it's the Saints at home, and they seem to do do wonders there at home sometimes. They get that fleur-de-lis magical, uh, you know, like voodoo out there. And I think Saints at home, but I, it's not a play, but I like Saints at home. Okay, so here's, here's, here's my feeling about this game. Um, again, it's not going to be the second part of my teaser, but it's a great teaser spot for some of you that want to do Wong teasers, meaning through the three and the seven, you get New Orleans plus eight or eight and a half in this game. It's probably a nice teaser play, but 80% of the money is on Cincinnati as a ginormous favorite on the road. 20% is on New Orleans. Normally, when you see that, the home dog contrarian covers. I'm leaning with Cincinnati. I think this is Burroughs going back home, coming off a loss. I think they're a better football team than New Orleans, and I think Cincinnati is going to win the football game. It is not a play, though. It's a very public play, um, but I like Cincinnati in this spot um, as a lean. Off to the Meadowlands, the New York Giants, who are, from my perspective, probably one of the worst 4-1 and one teams I've watched, beat Green Bay last weekend 27-22. to 22. They're 4-1. and one. They're going up against the Ravens, who won 19-17 uh, and are 3-2. and two. The Ravens opened at five. The line is up to six points. Baltimore on the road. Let's start with Mel. I love both these quarterbacks. How dare you say that the Giants are a bad four and one team? The whole bar down there at O'Brien's in Santa Monica would gang tackle you if they heard you say that. That's where the Giants' home meetup is in Santa Monica, O'Brien's. Anyway, I love both these quarterbacks. And uh, man, Daniel Jones, I love Daniel Jones. I love what he's doing there in four and one. And but I got to say Ravens here. Got to say Ravens. I think that uh, the Ravens are finally going to prove this week that they belong and that they're going to try to make a run at this thing. So I'd say Ravens here as much as I want to say Daniel Jones from Charlotte, North Carolina, the Giants. But I, it's not a play, but I like the Ravens. Earl the Pearl. I agree with Mel TV Live. Mad Mel Wingfield. Uh, <laughs> I just think uh, the Ravens are going to stop Barkley uh, as best they can, and then that's going to put too much pressure on Jones. And uh, I like uh, Jackson having a big, almost Taysom Hill-type game. So it's a lean, but I like the Ravens. Okay, so what was John Harbaugh thinking last week when it was fourth and inches, he's up by three with nine minutes and 20 seconds left on the Cincinnati 17, and he has Lamar Jackson, and he kicks a field goal? I don't understand it. Maybe I'm crazy, but I, you know, his coaching this year has been so suspect. This is going to be the second part of my tease this week. So it's going to be Green Bay minus a half and Baltimore minus a half. Packers to rebound, Baltimore to beat the Giants. Um, as far as a lean, definitely Baltimore minus the five and a half and the six as well. 
Uh, 61% of the money's on Baltimore, 39 on the Giants. It's another uh, road favorite that if you take the home team, you're going to be very contrarian on. So we'll see what happens, but it seems like we all think this is the week that the Giants show their true colors. Off to Pittsburgh, Earl the Pearls team. Ooh. The line open, Buccaneers on the road with Brady going to the Steelers. Steelers coming off a 38-3 to shellacking. Buccaneers were lucky. They held on 21-15. This line opened eight. It's up to nine and a half now. Tampa Bay on the road in Pittsburgh. Let's start with Earl. This is a tough one. This is my third play of the week, and uh, it's wow. not who you think it's going to be for. I, I like Tampa in this one. And I'm wow. A, I'm a Steeler homer. Uh, but without uh, T.J. Watt, you know, although Highsmith has done well as his replacement as best he can, you know, it's the play calling. It's going to be the same play calling. You know, the Steelers have a third and eight. They throw a four yard out. Like it's just, you know, and although Pickett threw for three hundred yards last week, he was also down thirty points. Right. So uh, I, I just they have to fire the coordinator. I know it's, you know, I hate to be one of those fans just a fan saying fire the coach, but that coordinator just is not the right fit for the quarterbacks. And look at their wide receivers they have. Johnson, uh, Pickett, uh, Claypool, Fryermuth, and, and they are throwing four-yard dunks. I think Brady's going to kill them. Wow. All right, Mel. I'm stubborn. I'm stubborn. I said Steelers last week. I said Steelers this week. Just like I bounced back last week and went two and one and one one. one one out of my two money line picks and put money in your pocket. I'm going to say Steelers on this one. Take the points. I, I pros better. Is that a better? That, that is one of my picks. Wow. We're going with one of my picks here. That's the steel curtain at home. They're going to bounce back. I think Brady's due to get a little bit roughed up and not have a, such a good game after they had a solid win last week. And, uh, you know, he's going to come to come down to earth a little bit. Maybe, maybe the divorce talks are going to get to him and who knows? So I think the Steelers, I think everything to be says Steelers here. It's a play for me. Steel curtain all the way. But Brady's probably happy he's getting rid of her. You think he's happy? He might have the game of his might life. Have, might have, yeah. I forgot that part of it, Earl. I mean, we've all had bad breakups. <laughs> think about all three of us have had bad breakups. How good was your day the day after you knew, okay, I'm a free man? Yeah, Earl, you make a That's great true. point, sir. And none of us are Tom Brady in yeah. terms of what options she's going to have that next day. We're going to have to edit this part out because my ex-wife listens to the podcast oh, sometimes. I'm just, right. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. 69% of the action on Tampa, 31 pit. Another home contrarian dog. Got a lot of those this week between the Giants, Pittsburgh, New Orleans. I mean, some of those teams are going to win outright. It'd be really interesting if the Steelers beat Tom Brady on, uh, on uh, Sunday. Definitely, definitely I think it interesting. Can I mean, anything can happen. Like any given know, Sunday, any given Sunday, steaming Willie Beeman. And with TJ Watt in the lineup, I would say it's possible, but he's not. And I just think uh, the offensive play calling. I mean, they have no running game, which is crazy with Harris in the backfield. And uh, you know, it's, it's just I, I don't see many avenues of victory for them, unfortunately. All right, here we go to the afternoon. The L.A. Rams are at home, the 105 game. They are playing against the Carolina Panthers. The Rams last week was one of my picks. Could not believe Dallas went in and manhandled them 22-10 to in L.A. The Carolina Panthers, 37-15, a loss against the San Francisco 49ers. 
The Rams are 10 at home. Carolina, big upgrade. They got rid of Rule. Baker Makefield, the 36th ranked quarterback out of 36 by Pro Football Focus. Stafford isn't much better, 32nd. Christian McCaffrey. But Baker's hurt. What? But Baker's hurt. Baker is hurt. So starting for the Panthers this week, P.J. Walker. P.J. Walker. So you got a backup quarterback, Rams, Panthers. I'm going to start on this one. I don't have any feel. Gun to my head. I would take the dog in the 10, but this game could go either way. Pearl? You know, if uh, Mayfield was playing, I'd be tempted to take the points in the Panthers, but with uh, P.J. Walker playing, Aaron Donald's going to eat that kid for lunch. Uh, I think uh, the Rams at some point have to start playing better, and I think this is the point. Yep. Uh, Mel? No, I'm, I'm just I'm going crazy this week, as you could tell, because of my first two picks. And these are my Carolina Panthers, and I love watching them in the preseason. I've been watching P.J. Walker play quarterback for this team in the preseason for a while now. It seems like three, four, five years. P.J.'s got something to prove. He's got quick feet. Aaron Donald's not going to be able to catch him. I say Panthers all day long. It's That's a play not, for me. It's a play. Absolutely. So you're taking Carolina plus 10. Yes. Okay, just so you guys know, really interesting. 68% of the money is on Carolina. 32 on the Rams. That just shows you, wow, another home contrarian team. I mean, obviously the Rams are a favorite of 10. People obviously think that the points are way too much, just like uh, Mel does. So we'll see what happens there. On to Seattle. The Seattle Seahawks against the Arizona Cardinals. The Seahawks coming off two pinball machine type play uh, last two games. They lost 39-32 in New Orleans last week. Geno Smith, another huge game. Arizona almost tied the game against Philly and had a shot at winning it, but came up short. The Arizona Cardinals are two and a half in Seattle. I'm going to start with Earl. I'm going to go with Geno Smith. I never thought I would say that. Uh, He is uh, maybe the comeback player of the decade. I mean, this guy was left for dead a long time ago. And he's found a home, at least for this season. And, uh, you know, that crowd, the 12th man, I think will, you know, to me, this is a pick him game almost. Yeah, uh, yeah. big time. So I always go in a pick him type game with the home team, especially if that game is in Seattle. So it'd be a very close game, but I think the Seahawks. Okay, Mel? Arizona was my other money line pick last week. And boy, they had it right in front of them. And the guy misses the field goal, the backup kicker. I mean, how could you be so unprepared, ill-prepared? Um, and uh, I've got to go with Big Earl here and just go with my main man, Gino, who has been in the league for 17 years now. Um, I'm just kidding. I think it's been like 9 or 11, but it's still it feels a surprise. Like it feels like yeah. 20. But uh, i got to go with Gino. And I uh, love my boy, from, my boy from West Virginia, Gino Smith. So I've got to say Seattle. But it's just a lean for me. I already gave up my three picks. All right. This is going to be a pick for me. Arizona 6-1, 85% against the spread versus Seattle on the road over the last seven games. Arizona coming off a game that they should have tied the game and had a chance of winning, so coming off a loss. Geno Smith coming off two games he's played out of his mind, won a loss, won a win. I love Arizona on the road this week. I'm going against the pros because they like Seattle, and a lot of people are teasing Seattle. I'm going Arizona minus 2.5 to go into Seattle and win the football game. 
Uh, FYI on that, 53% of the money's on Seattle, 47% is on Arizona. We'll see if Kingsbury can just not fuck it up and allow his team to have a shot. Game of the week. I don't know why this isn't the Sunday night game, but the Buffalo Bills to Arrowhead against Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. Remember last year what happened in the greatest game that I watched back and forth, back and forth The Kansas City ended up winning and advancing to the Super Bowl. Kansas City coming off a very lucky 30-29 win over the Raiders. So Monday night, they have a short, they're coming off a short week. Buffalo Bills 38-3 over Pittsburgh. Buffalo right now, it's toggling between two and a half and three. I saw it at three this morning, and then I saw it at two and a half about an hour ago. I'm going to start with Mel. Bills minus two and a half against the Chiefs. What do you think? I, I, I want to interject something in here real quick. The Raiders went for two rather than go for the tie last week. Yeah. I hope that, and I, and I, I don't have time, to, we don't have time to, for me to explain that right now, but I hope everybody in the football world that's listening understands why the Raiders did that with that little amount of time left because um, you didn't want to have the, a lead and then uh, you know have Mahomes pushing the ball up the field and then they're going to run the clock down and kick a field goal. So they were down and then Mahomes was conservative and the Raiders got the ball back. That's pretty much in a nutshell why the Raiders did that. A lot of people were questioning that play. Anyway, Bills, Chiefs, uh, just looking forward to a good game here. I kind of got to go with the Chiefs because you know you guys crowning the Bills – Super Bowl champion. I'm hearing it. It's all in the streets. Bills Mafia, this yeah. and that and the other thing. I say Chiefs uh, reign supreme here at home. Uh, it's not a play for me, but a lean, but I say Chiefs. Okay, Earl? It's another pick em type game. <clears throat> I just I like the Chiefs at home. If this game were in Buffalo, I would take the Bills. Um, i just definitely take the over in this game. Uh, although neither team's defense is bad, these offenses are like super powered. So... Well, do you know what the over is, JB? Even though I know uh, uh, the over in this game is fifty-four. Oh, I definitely fifty-four. I mean, I, I could see one Ooh. of these teams scoring fifty-four points. Uh, so you think the over is a bonus, Earl? You like the over? Oh, hundred percent. I mean, I know we don't delve into that world, right. but uh, this game is—it's going to be a great game. It's, it's probably an AFC uh, uh, finals preview, and uh, you know, like I said, I, I'll go with the home team and the Chiefs. Yeah, this is a tough one. I'm the same. This could go either way. Um, Mahomes 7-0-1 oh, against the spread as an underdog. Uh, has never been a home underdog. I mean, I don't even know which way to go with this game. My gut, again, total, total lean. I would probably lean Kansas City as well, but I'm staying so far away from that game. Uh, just so you know, on the splits, 58% of the money on Kansas City, 42% of the money is on Buffalo. So we will have a lot to talk about next week after watching that game. Sunday night, the Philadelphia Eagles, undefeated, the only undefeated team in the NFL, go home. They beat Arizona. They held on 2017 against the Dallas Cowboys, an interdivision game. Cowboys beat the Rams 22-10 to last week. So let's look at the Cowboys. They've won four straight. They beat Cincy. They went to New York and won. They beat Washington, and they went to L.A. and won. This is their second road game. They're going on primetime to Philly. It's an interdivision game. The line opened at five. It's up to six and a half right now. I'm going to start with this one. This is going to be – this has been tough for me here. This is tough. Um, 
and I'm debating, I'm still debating between if this is going to be a pick for me taking Philadelphia or if I was going to go with Jacksonville. I'm going to take Philly as a pick, and I'm going to lay six. I think this is the game that Philadelphia shows everybody we're better than Dallas, and we're going to beat Dallas by at least seven points. I'm going Philly minus six. Pearl? Uh, this is going to be a great game. Uh, you know, although Micah Parsons is got a groin injury, so I think that could possibly affect the outcome of the game. Uh, I think the Eagles will win, but the Cowboys will cover. Okay, so you like the Cowboys plus the six, but yeah. you think the, I think Eagles, the Eagles will win the game outright. Will win the game outright. It's going to be a very, very yeah. close game. Both teams get after the quarterback, so it, it's going to be a fun game to watch. Mel? I think the nineteen what was it, the nineteen seventy four undefeated Miami Dolphins are going to be popping champagne bottles because I think that the Eagles go down. I think the Cowboys come into the city of brotherly love and and uh, shoot the bird down because I think the Eagles are due to lose. And I keep saying that. I, I said that last week, and I was really hot on that. And it almost happened in Arizona. I feel like that their wings are going to get clipped uh, on Sunday night, and I think they get their first loss. Due to Cooper Rush and the boys who came in here and manhandled the Rams last week. So I just think they're due to lose a big rivalry game. You know, what could, never know what could happen. It's not a pick, but I wanted it to be a pick. But I, I'm putting a lean. I, I, you talked me out of it. I took the Jets instead. I'm saying Cowboys. 68% of the money is on Dallas. Dallas is a pretty big road dog here. Public all over Dallas. I think it's a really good spot for Philly to show everybody who's boss. Uh, Monday night, the L.A. Chargers at home against the Denver Broncos. Interdivision game again, 30-28. The Chargers held on uh, last week. Denver lost 12-9 in an ugly game on Thursday night. Denver got a little bit of rest. Line opened five down to four and a half right now. The Chargers are favored. I'm going to start with Mel. Uh, I'm, you know, char the Chargers are my adopted LA team. I love Justin Herbert. Um, but, and I love Khalil Mack, what he does on the defensive side of the ball and Bosa, but is Bosa hurt? That's a question I have for uh, you. I, as right now, I think he's questionable. Um, I, I, I like the Chargers here. I like the Chargers to have a breakout game and, and really roll up the score. Uh, you know, uh, who knows if Russell Wilson is going to show up that this whole experiment with the Broncos is going to be successful or not. Certainly doesn't look good so far. Um, so I think Chargers here, it's not a play for me, but I like the Chargers to really roll them. What do you think, Earl? I agree with Mel. I, you know, I think, you know, at some point, Wilson's going to have a breakout game. I don't think this is the week. Um, you know, the Chargers just put too much pressure on the quarterback from all angles. And uh, I could see this not being a complete blowout, but I could see the Chargers winning by two touchdowns. You know, I think they'll pull away in the second half. So I'm going to go Denver here, and I can't. I mean, again, I, I, I wouldn't bet this game. It's a very soft lean. I don't trust Denver's coach. I don't trust Denver's quarterback. I like being contrarian in a, in a division game like this. 63% of the money is on the Chargers, 37 on Denver. I think Denver keeps it close, um, probably loses by a field goal. Um, really, really, really tough football game. So we will see. We will see what happens. One thing, I guys, I do want to say, um, watching these coaches going for two, not going for two, kicking. I mean, it's it's just crazy what's going on in the NFL this year um, with the algorithms and everything that's happening. 
uh, John Harbaugh and, you know, all these coaches, Andy Reid and McDaniel, what he's doing. It's just the NFL is a different world right now. It's, um, you know, you take these dogs and it used to be the seven you felt really comfortable. You need the eight now in a lot of these games. It's really, really, really difficult. And we've seen it in the past weeks on what's gone on. So it'll be interesting to see this week, you know, what happens here. And Staley's one of those coaches. I mean, he'll go for it on his own 25. Oh, yeah. It's insane. Dude. All right. Teaser of the week, JB. Yep. Teaser. So, so teaser of the week. I told you guys it's Green Bay minus a half, Baltimore minus a half. It seems very square. I have a backup, though, little bonus teaser that I liked also. But Green Bay, Baltimore. Okay. Win, win. Win. Green Bay to beat the Jets, Baltimore to beat the Giants. I'm going against both New York teams. As a little fun teaser on the back of it, New England and Bill Belichick getting eight and a half and Jacksonville getting eight and a half against Indy. I think those are two good teasers. Um, my three picks, Atlanta plus five, Arizona minus two and a half, and Philadelphia minus six on Sunday night. Let's go to Mel. Mel, what's your money line? Play? Money line plays Parlay. are, I'm going crazy. It's mad as in mad crazy this week. Mad Mel TV Live is the Steelers plus 310 on the money line. Panthers plus 380 on the money line. Put a little bit of, put, put your, put your, bet them both straight and then take half the bet of what you bet them straight with and make a parlay out of those two. And if that parlay comes in big, we're going to Hawaii, Earl. We're going to go to Hawaii. So, we're going to Hawaii, Earl. I, I really don't want to go to Hawaii with well, a dude. Oh, well, that's a good point, though. Yeah. Let me, I love let me you. Get... I mean, I, I just met you, Mel, uh, three, four weeks ago. I love you. You know, I, I, Mel's one of those guys you instantly like. Yes, um, that's true. But I, I'm not going to Hawaii with you. So Mel. Panthers money line, Steelers money line, parlay them. Why not? All right. And Mel's three picks reminder he took the New York Jets plus seven, he took the Pittsburgh Steelers plus nine and a half. And he took the Carolina Panthers plus 10. On to Earl the Pearl, his picks, Atlanta plus five and a half, Minnesota minus three, and Tampa Bay minus nine and a half. So Mel and Earl are going head to head on that Tampa Bay-Pittsburgh game. Earl, anything uh, at the top of the news or anything we want to discuss? I don't want any more Antonio Brown showing as you know what in a Dubai pool, but is there anything? I mean, that affects the outcome of some games. Uh, <laughs> it, does, it does. As we see Gonsolin just got pulled in this Dodger game. Uh, um, Tony Goose Gonsolin. Goose. Gone. Uh, um, anything happening? Well, like I said, the Deshaun Watson thing, uh, yeah. you know, he wasn't eligible to play this week, but you know the players and the coaches, you know, the poor publicist of the Browns. Now he's got to relive that nightmare again. Um, and, you know, Parsons with a groin injury, uh, not a ton of major injuries. Uh, you know, Watt is due to come back sooner than later for the Steelers. So, you know, check, you know, before you lay your final bets, probably the best advice I can give you, check the injury reports. Absolutely, absolutely. And, guys, we want to thank you again for tuning in and hearing us break these games down. I know that last week was kind of a rough week for definitely Earl and myself. Ooh. Mel did. Melded pretty good. You know, it is NFL football has been more and more difficult um, with a lot of the parody and what's going on. I want to say a quick shout out to Nathaniel Greenberg, who <laughs> loves this, loves the pearl, loves all everything that's going on here. The diamond. We're going to get the diamond on here with take the point soon. Foon and Saul and all the other crazy. By the way, guys, <laughs> I got to tell you, Earl, I was at the Dodger game the other night. 
Guess who sat front row and caught a foul ball? Solly. Oh, really? I got oh, a picture really? of it. I'll show you here. Awesome. Solly got a Solly, by the way, we got to all give our he's having his wife's having a baby in a few months. Congratulations. To him. What a shock. He didn't pull out. <laughs> all right. On that note, I'm going to end the podcast. Wait, wait, I have a Shabbat dinner. I have a Jewish friend. I'd like to give yeah, some shout out. Oh, come on. Let's uh, couple down on me. Uh, uh, a shout out to a uh, Saul Geeler, my accountant. <laughs> And uh, Pato Goldberg. Okay, there you uh, go. Earl, one question. Justin any Gibblestop any of me. our sponsors? Any of our sponsors? Oh, yeah. I'm sorry about that. As you know, uh, the Pigskin Lover and uh, Mel TV Live, we are sponsored with the NFL Picks podcast by if you're in the 305 and you're hungry, you're going clubbing, uh, you're going to Club Madonna, which is a strip club off of I Collins. I love that place. <laughs> I, I bet you do. Uh, go uh, have a slice at the Tommy Pooch's. World famous pizza cuisine, Pooch's Pizza. One, two, three. Hey, on that note, on that note, I want to say have a great week. We'll see you next week and see ya.